0: Are you an investigative professional? Did you know you can find the best private investigator resources using InvestigatorsToolbox.com? This resource community was built exclusively for licensed investigators and investigative professionals. You can network directly with members, educate yourself through free webinars and blogs, and even create your own customizable research library. Membership starts for as little as 49 cents a day. Download the Investigator's Toolbox app or visit our webpage at www.investigators-toolbox.com.
1: You guys have been hearing uh, for a long time about how much I love CrossTracks, but now you're going to hear from somebody else. So, we got George Gergis here. George is a member and user of CrossTracks. George, tell me real quickly what you love about CrossTracks. The simplicity of using it and the ability to customize everything that you could do with CrossTracks is awesome. It actually allowed me to take the way that I do my business and implement it into their system. And not only am I able to manage 10 or 15 cases, I'm able to manage 50 to 100 cases with the same effort. Fantastic. So, CrossTracks, um, the case management system, they are SOC 2 certified. Basically, that's an encryption. Really, an upgrade. They're the only ones out there that are doing it. So please support this great sponsor that supports our show. Uh, check them out. The links are in the show notes. Cross Tracks, if you're an investigator, you should be using them today.
2: Welcome to PI Perspectives. Today, we begin our look into this year's Osmosis Conference in St. Pete, Florida from October 16th through the 18th. This episode will welcome Billy Rogers and Parabens Amber Schroeder. Billy dives into Web 3.0 and Amber is talking about OSINT and gaming communities. Please welcome our first guest, Billy Rogers, and your host, private investigator Matt Spare
1: and welcome everybody to uh the osmosis uh segments of pi perspectives it's that time of year we're jumping in again and we're uh we're talking everything osmosis uh the purpose of these uh little segments are we wanted to introduce the speakers uh for the event this year in tampa uh and uh, i wanted to welcome our next guest uh, mr billy rogers uh billy welcome to uh, pi perspectives
3: Thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. No
1: problem, man. So um, you are teaching on Web 3.0, but before we get into that, let's talk a little bit about your background. You're a a high-tech crime specialist for the uh, National uh, White Collar Crime Institute, correct? Yes. Okay. So uh, tell me a little bit about how you got there and uh, and what you're doing these days.
3: Sure. So I actually uh, retired from the DEA uh, right before I came on with NW3C. I spent 24 years as a DEA agent, started in Buffalo, New York, uh, and then worked my way back home to Allentown, Pennsylvania, just a couple hours away from New York City. Sure. Um, and because most of my career I did wiretapping cases, that was how I kind of fell in love with tech okay. uh, because I got to see it more from beginnings of pagers all the way to uh, ultimately get involved in tapping an application on a phone with WhatsApp and being part of that. So because of my love for tech and being that kind of nerd, uh, I always tried to find training that was going to be helpful for me in the future. And luckily, I stumbled upon NW3C uh, before I was finished, took some classes with them, fell in love with the center, and then ultimately got really lucky when they opened up a position. Um, I'm happy to be part of that team. I've been with them now for just a little over a year and a half, uh, and I I love it. I wish I could see everyone in person. Uh, We are starting to roll classes out uh, in person, so I'm looking forward to taking the show on the road uh, because you definitely miss a little bit by not seeing folks in their faces when you're talking to them for sure.
1: Yeah. 100%, man. I'm right there with you. I'm, 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 I'm teaching, uh, coming up, I'm teaching some, uh, some classes virtually, but then I'm also teaching live and I'm really looking forward to being live again. You
3: yeah. Know, I mean, it life. comes with its own hat, you know, hiccups, but, uh, yeah. just, damn it,
1: I gotta fun. wear pants. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's, a, it's all good, man. It's all good. So, Absolutely. uh, w- Web 3.0 is what we're doing, right? So that's the name of, of your track, actually. It's Web 3.0, read, write, trust. Yes. Uh, so tell me a little bit about what your thoughts were in preparing your syllabus for this. You know, obviously, you know, folks know that y- you can't just say, "Hey, I want to talk at, at Osmosis." You got to put together like a proposal for doing this stuff. So what? what
3: was no, your- and I, I'm I'm very thankful that they're giving me the shot to be part of this stage with sure. all these folks. Um
1: sure. So what's your what was your thought process in putting? So, this
3: together? I teach a class on dark web and open source intelligence for NW3C. And I also uh, am part of teaching the virtual currency course. And because virtual currency, I think is probably one of the newest skills that if you're an investigator, you should start to get a a handle around because more and more crypto is part of a little bit of everything. Mm -hmm. Um, And because I've learned so much in the last year and a half teaching that and just following folks in open source intelligence in and crypt- and the crypto world, uh, learning the blockchain is really the, the behind-the-scenes whole part of it. Sure. And this concept of Web3 just kept popping up in all the research that I was doing. And like, you know, what is this and what's it going to do to what we do as, as, you know, a work product? Right. So really, it's just the blending of the internet and crypto together. So things like social media, you're starting to see new sites to connect to, Twitter, like uh, Twitch, and a whole host of other things where essentially you need to connect a wallet, mm-hmm. a crypto wallet to the site as well, basically, so you can pay for things. But also the idea behind it is that you're going to be able to own your data. And, you know, crypto is kind of born out of people being, uh, you know, non trusting mm-hmm. financial institutions, the mortgage sure. bubble bursts. Yeah. Uh, this is really the next phase of it all. Now, instead of, uh, all these different platforms owning your information, people want to be in control. Like we all like to be in control, right? So right. now you're going to have that way to basically own what you put out there. Right. Um, and that's, that's where I think we're headed. And that's really what my presentation is all about. Showing folks what's out there now, yeah. where it looks like we're going and how to do basically open source on these things. Because if you've look at crypto at all, the addresses are just a bunch of letters and numbers, they mean sure. nothing sure. to you. Yeah. So finding ways to figure out who's who uh, is going to be helpful. And I think Web3 is actually going to help us as investigators, because now people are going to associate their usernames for things that we've all investigated for the past you know, decade or so yeah. with those crypto addresses. And sort of unknowingly, like we're, you know, we're lucky. We're sure. lucky people slip up and make it easy for us.
1: So do you think Al Gore is trying to take credit for this or what?
3: <laughs> it'll be it'll be interesting to see if he does for sure. I mean, yeah, even, I even, <laughs> even Edward Snowden, you know, came out a couple months ago and tried to take some credit for being involved with Ethereum. So, you know, we'll, we'll see what comes next. Why not, right? right. <laughs>
1: Regardless, there's probably some Kaiser Soze somewhere up <laughs> with something, right? Yes,
3: absolutely.
1: Uh, so it it, it it is awesome, you know, that technology has taken us in that direction. And I, I think you brought up a good point, right? This it, It's born from this dissatisfaction, right? There's a lot of really smart people out there. And, you know, maybe the intentions initially were good or just different, you know, but there's always that criminal element that takes this, new uh arena and says okay how can i make money off of this or how can i exploit it and, absolutely and take advantage of people and uh you know having a, a team of, of folks like yourself that can identify and do it it's it's needed right it's like the, the virtual police almost right
3: <laughs> yeah it's so just taking tech to the next step and i mean you can't be a one-trick pony anymore you need to know a little bit about everything right. if you want to be successful uh in catching criminals so
1: so Um, so let's say that that you're like an investigator with minimal background let's say you're just getting maybe out of law enforcement and you're like okay i'm attending this osmosis event i'm pretty good on computers i don't really know too much but but i see that there's a need for this i want to learn more like what would your suggestion be for somebody who says i don't understand Web 3.0 i don't even know what the heck that means but i want to learn more about it so sure
3: what would you um, Well, the, the two two places I would go to continue to update your research, uh, lots of folks. Luckily, the people in the OSINT world share their material. Uh, mm-hmm. People aren't stingy with that. So thank you, everyone that does that, because yeah. that's helped me a ton uh, you know, in my law enforcement career. But then even in the teaching side of the house where I'm trying to show people new things, because that's the hard part about all these platforms. They weren't built for law enforcement more investigators. So these things come and go that work. Uh, People don't want you to be able to find their data. That's, you know, that's the key component of it. So I follow lots of folks on Twitter. Uh, Not everybody's reliable. You have to, again, that's where the trust part comes in with your information. You have to verify everything you find uh, before you can absolutely trust it. But if enough folks in this realm are talking about it and you can actually go out and do the things they show you to do, uh, and sort of you know be comfortable with what you're finding, and uh, you know come to an agreement with it. Uh, that's going to be half the battle. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I follow lots of folks on Twitter and even LinkedIn. You know, I know LinkedIn is sort of turned a little bit into a social media platform, a little bit more than a professional it's platform.
1: It's creeping a little bit, yeah. Starting <laughs> to get. There.
3: But yeah. thank God that people, you know, like Cynthia Harrington and. Micah Hoffman and Kirby Plessis and all these different people who've been doing this work for so long are, are, you know, helping us all learn more. Yeah,
1: um, one step and,
3: ahead. and then the web three part of it, uh, you're going to need to get behind crypto, whether you, I'm not trying to uh, make you buy it. I'm certainly not a financial guy. Don't take any financial advice from me, <laughs> exactly. um, but download the wallet software download the applications follow the news there's a bunch of different sites uh like cointelegraph and uh Mm -hmm. coinmarketcap.com all those sites give you new information and that's what i like about the crypto side is literally every day there's something new of course there's some new scam every day too sure uh, but you can learn from those and then you can see how they did it and 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 basically hone your skills from there um
1: it's great. It's great, man. So like, what would you say would be the one thing that you would like to see happen in the industry? If you had one wish that was granted and say, you know, it'd be really cool if we could do this or, or if there was this thing available.
3: Well, one of the things that we talk about is so ultimately when you're doing a, a, a law enforcement case and you're trying to ultimately seize the, the bad guy's funds or get the victim's funds back, uh, you have to, uh, Uh, deal with an exchange like Coinbase or Kraken Mm. or Binance. It would be great if there's a way to come up with a database. And I was lucky that we had those kinds of things with DEA where people would basically send all their bad actor addresses into a, into, you know, almost like uh, a command center. Right. So that other people would know when they come across that address uh, in crypto that they're already other cases like it and they can see maybe that's how we'll catch folks that are doing the bad things with crypto. Again, not everyone that has crypto is a bad person. Certainly. I'm not trying to say that, but those would be the things that would help us. I think if we could do that.
1: So it's, it's almost like a, uh, like a, a fingerprint database you would.
3: would Yeah. Yeah. It really is because it's, you know, it's a very unique uh, set of letters and numbers. It's only going to be owned by one person. So uh, you're right.
1: Oh, that would be, that would be awesome. Get working on it.
3: <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens. Absolutely. Uh,
1: what do you think are some of the mistakes that folks that are just getting into this type of work make?
3: Well, you know, certainly uh, at least talking from the law enforcement side of the house, uh, even though you've, and it, for any case of, I've ever done, just because you found information doesn't mean that it's hundred percent correct. Right. Uh, so again, I was lucky. I was always able to go out physically and verify that information by going by a house, finding a car, Mm -hmm. those types of things. It's not so easy to do on the Internet. Right. Right. So ultimately, you're hoping to find IP addresses. Uh, You know, you can use IP loggers if you're allowed to legally Uh, just different things to try and find out who the real person is. But it's ultimately still trying to tap into real government records, Sure. that you're going to have to produce in court, like a cell phone subscriber, cable subscriber. You know, those are the things we ultimately always have to reach the point to. These are just ways to get there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think just staying on top of all the OSIN tools that are out there, because it, it is constantly changing. You know, things work it and don't work. And, you know, then the, then the you know, the better tomato comes out <laughs> that you want. Yeah.
3: And I mean, there's some amazing uh, paid tools out there that are super helpful and and definitely Uh, make the process faster. I still think, even though whatever tool you end up using, if you can verify yourself by looking at those platforms in a way where you have a research account or possibly undercover account to say, oh yeah, that's exactly where they got that information from. Mm -hmm. You're going to need that if you get to the point where you're doing court work uh, and have to testify.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's, that's always important stuff. And that's, you know, that's why I love osmosis and going to it. You know, like cause seeing the vendors that show up that have like all these new toys and new things that you can do. Um, I, I always tell people like osmosis is the one event that I don't sponsor that I actually show up and attend and sit down and listen. And, and all this stuff is well above my pay grade. I'm not doing that kind of work personally, uh, but I, I like to know about it i like to know what's available and i, and I like to know when i get those phone calls and I, and uh you know people are asking me about it. i know who to to get in touch with so it, it's it's a great networking event to the you know to that yeah
3: i'm i'm super excited for it it's it's the conference i've been trying to get to for a while uh right. and blessed that i actually can be part of it yeah. uh, myself uh but i i want to see every one of the speakers uh, topics because they're just so uh, fascinating.
1: It, you know it's a whirlwind and when you're done you're just exhausted because there's just so much information that, that that comes in but um so how how do folks get a hold of you if um they have questions leading in i know there's an online portal that uh, that we're doing with osmosis but is there another way to get a hold of you
3: absolutely uh, you can look for me on linkedin uh, billy rogers n w 3 c uh, my my phone number is on there my email is on there please feel free to reach out i will help you in any way that i can Awesome. Uh, it's because I have l- luckily latched on to people who helped me. Mm-hmm. I'm more than willing to give back to, uh, to the community at large. So
1: awesome. And we'll have that contact info in the show notes. Uh, Billy, great having you on. Thank you so much for just giving us a sneak peek of, uh, what you're going to be talking about. Uh, osmosis event folks, it's, it's going to be in October. Um, just Google it. <laughs> You'll get the information awesome. and, uh, come meet Billy, come meet Matt. <laughs> we'll hang out and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, check out Tampa Bay together. So, um, all right. So thanks for, uh, for participating in this segment and, uh, I guess we'll, we'll push on to the next thing. So thanks. All Matt. right. Thanks so much, Matt. All right. Everybody sit tight. We'll be right back. I want to talk to everybody today about ScopeNow.com. ScopeNow scope. Now has been a big time sponsor of this program for quite some time and I just love their service. I've been using them, since the beginning, I'm one of their beta customers, and uh, it's been so awesome to see them grow into the business that they are today and just how they just keep reinventing themselves and pushing themselves to get more and more information. What it comes down to is, is Scope Now is a tool that you definitely need to use if you do social media investigations, any internet research, and really spending less time digging around and, and uh, looking for information. I think is one of the best points of how Scopenow can help you their ai platform their analytics are amazing you really get an idea of what you need you're reducing the time you're reducing the manpower that you you're spending on doing this research because they're essentially doing it for you and uh, they're doing it correctly which is most important one of the new things that they're actually offering is this flagging system where you can flag behaviors and really highlight and um, look out for fraud if you're doing a lot of fraud research uh, this is a fantastic tool, and you can set up alerts. So you have uh, particular people that you're looking at, you can actually set up alerts to get notifications when the criteria that you set up is actually um, is flagged and goes off. It's really, uh, really amazing. And their relationship and association analytics are uh, top-notch. Really uh, cutting-edge and really, really cool. When they brought that out on version 3, it was a game-changer. I mean, really being able to... See how people interact together, and, and uh, you know, having that relationship—you know—analysis is really, really something that's cool. You know, one of the other things about being involved with Scope Now is their ability to offer webinars. Their team is cutting edge on putting together and getting out really, really great content. If you're a member of Scope Now, if you know who they are, you've seen them around on LinkedIn, you'll you'll know that they're constantly doing webinars on these new websites that are coming out and uh, they're really staying on top of it. And don't forget, uh, any reports that you generate, you can actually white label those reports and put your own logos on and, and really make them look professional, which you know could equate to more billing you as well so check them out today it's uh, www.scopenow.com they're a great great company they should be one of the tools in your toolbox along with whatever kind of uh, search engines you do Uh, you need to make sure that scope now is a part of
2: that sweet scopenow.com are you an investigative professional with an international problem you can't solve conflict international has the knowledge and relationships to jump in for you We compensate investigators for referring cases to our office. Contact us today for details. Conflict International uses insight, intelligence, investigation, risk management, and strategic solutions to solve problems troubling individuals and companies of all kinds, anywhere around the world. Whether you're planning to hire a person to a position of trust, carry out due diligence on a company, trace hidden assets, or require skilled boots on the ground, Conflict International investigators can seamlessly pursue a case across borders, offering a truly global solution. Find out about our extensive range of services at ConflictInternational.com. Conflict International, global reach, international knowledge. The summer's here, and that means it's time to bundle discounts with the Investigator Education Consultants. Bundles are available on the fundamentals of the profession Gumshoe Talent, putting it all together, hard time crime, and pocketbook crime. If you purchase any of these combinations, you'll receive a 10% discount by using the code BUNDLE. B-U-N-D-L-E. Visit the website at investigationeducation.com. That's InvestigationEducation.com. Check out the latest issue of PI Magazine. Available online or via hard copy. Visit PIMagazine.com to learn more. Now let's check in with Amber Schroeder of Paraben to talk about OSINT and the gaming community. Back to you, Matt.
1: And welcome to the next segment of PI Perspectives, the osmosis version uh we have an old uh, faithful friend back here today amber schroeder welcome back to the program how are you
0: i'm good so glad to be back
1: yeah yep so for those of you who don't know who amber is um what have you been doing your whole life <laughs> amber's everywhere <laughs> yeah it's uh, a
0: digital forensics, huh Digital yeah, forensics
1: yeah paraben uh faraday bags you name it um this is the who's who uh, amber and i have been friends for a bit and uh it's so good to see you I, you know we were just chatting before we got online here uh you know i i, I think i get to chat with you now once a year <laughs> leading into us i know
0: we gotta improve on that because it is not very often
1: yeah yeah so what have you been doing what have you been up to
0: uh, you know kind of getting out different releases so normal tech nerd stuff um, harvesting hay because i have a farm right. um not me particularly but i can ride my like drive my tractor and stuff so i'm not like bad at it
1: you are so, a yeah. jack of all trades master <laughs> probably
0: i know you should see me though i'm like covered in all this sun gear because i'm like it's just trying to kill me so gingers beware it's like gotta cover up
1: There is that. It's been quite a scorcher this year, for sure.
0: It really has. Crazy hot.
1: Yeah, I've been doing the whole beach thing with my kids, and it's like SPF 100 every time.
0: I actually just now found all this clothing that has SPF built into it, so there's just none of my skin showing. I'm just this blob
1: i live my life in that stuff
0: <laughs> like, yep, I don't,
1: do, I, do i have it i have backup <laughs> yep
0: exactly you're like what happens if it degrades over time for me washing it i better have another one yep
1: so, so all right enough about that let's get back into the topic in hand um so you are uh speaking at osmosis which is great sometimes you had been co-hosting you did pre-con one year but now you're actually uh teaching a uh, a segment there so tell me a little bit about what uh what you're doing there at osmosis
0: I'm actually very excited for it because I love osmosis because I love the people who go there because they're all so friendly and nice to talk to. And it's always excited, but I'm talking about um, the social media side of gaming and the investigative materials. You can kind of get from that. It was inspired by my son. (laughs) I know everyone's like everyone's son does gaming. Um, But my son went through and at one point he wanted to be like, I want to be famous on YouTube. And so he pursued that. And instead of going that way, he actually became a semi-professional gamer. Right. And I was like, okay, wow, that's a thing. <laughs> As a mom, I did not think yeah. it was a thing. <laughs> Apparently
1: it is. Yeah. I'm like, I know. I, I was like, we, we, missed, it, right? yeah, oh, we no. missed it.
0: Playing Pac-Man. We missed
1: it. When we were into that, our age, like nobody was paying you for any of this stuff. And no I was no
0: one crazy. paid me to play my Atari. Never I was played. pretty
1: darn good. Like I, I, I've told the story <laughs> before.
0: True.
1: Yeah. Like, was I was it, went- Frogger. Yeah, I, I there was a game called Parsec that I was like really really good at. Oh,
0: I remember that. And
1: yeah. I I was at like a kmart or sears or something and i literally had a group of people around me watching us i got like this high score thing
0: yeah wow. it was like
1: i think the proudest my dad's ever been of me i know, <laughs> you, know? you just
0: dated yourself too because kmart and sears don't exist anymore exactly. <laughs> it's so, like, not only does the game not exist but neither do the stores you played in yeah i wasn't no, even, um, it, it was just random
1: it's crazy i wasn't even using a joystick i was using the keyboard that's how <laughs> badass
0: nice <laughs> yeah, no, he plays PC gaming. So he is all about his keyboard and his mouse. And he's like, you know, your keyboard doesn't have enough bounce. So besides him actually like throwing me shade, yeah. you know, on my tech skills. And I'm like, seriously, I don't think you actually know how your computer runs. It just runs your games. Okay. Um, I started paying attention to how important it was and how much of his life he spent in there. Sure. And it's a lot. It's not like a minor amount. It's almost eight hours a day because he treats it like a job. He does get paid. You know, he actually coaches people all around the world, which I, again, thought was weird. Um, he'll go into tournaments. He'll play. He can get a payment from the tournament for winning. But he treated it more like a job slash actual lifestyle. Wow. And it was the first time I saw kind of a second life becoming a primary life. Right. And I was like, we're not looking at this. And I didn't think any investigator was really like getting into it and looking at it a lot. And I was like, this is an area we need to pay attention to because it may not be our generation. We won't talk about our generation being our age, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, but it is the next generation and it's not getting smaller. It's getting larger.
1: Yeah. And, and it, it's such a wild west, right? It's it's really not um, mandated. You know um uh, and, and you have a lot of communications going on back and forth and it, and it would it would make sense that the the bad actors would gravitate <laughs> to that right and, and oh 100
0: super easy to recruit super easy to share data because they know no one's looking yeah so yeah. it's kind of like hey you guys all built a nice covert channel for me and no one has paid attention to it for years even though it has been around a really long time i mean we used to do like i I'm sure you did land parties. I'm really being a super nerd here. You know, every Friday in the company, we would sit and we would all play Quake because yeah. um, that was just what you did. And right. my computer was the little lunchbox style so I could go and play in a land party during the weekend. This is before I had, I don't know, like more responsibilities. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But that's just evolved since then. Because you look at some of the areas and they can play on the most basic of computers. Yep. And there's millions of dollars being transacted in this world too.
1: Which is crazy, right? So like yeah. it started off um, around 2001 really getting into it, right? So after 9-11 happened, I, I live in New York and I'm just like, I need this game. Sure. I got to get out of this, right? So I started playing this game called EverQuest, right? So
3: yeah.
1: EverQuest uh, is kind of like a, a Dungeons and Dragons. It but is, on a yeah. very fantasy, right? yeah so so you build up characters you join guilds you meet people and you have you know they just came out with the, the technology for having audio where you had your headsets and you can chat with people that you were playing with right you'd get on these servers and you know i was playing with people from massachusetts i was playing from people from australia like you know it's like you never knew who you were going to bump into and we were all part of a guild and we were, became friendly like these are people i never met in my life and they were like buddies of mine we were doing life together for like two or three years before I met my wife. And then when I met my wife, I'm like, I'm done with this game. It doesn't make sense to me anymore. So
0: your um, wife's yeah. luckily most guys don't give it up when they get married. It's like, it's yeah, still part so, of their life.
1: So my character was sacrificed to a level 70 necromancer who'd like nice. all my life uh, skills to make himself more powerful. Oh my
0: goodness, that has to be like a new like subtitle to something you do. My character was sacrificed to a level 70 necromancer. That's, (laughs) that's just something you got to put out there. That's a tweet (laughs) waiting to happen. You never know.
1: It's by choice. (laughs) Yes,
0: Um, It's true, though, a lot of their social groups. So I look at my son's social group and he's 23. So everyone has some idea of the age range, Um, but it's really between mid 30s and down. Um, All of his friends come out of the social group. He's very few like real in life and. Um, his team, he plays on, they were based, they had some players up in Canada. They had some of the players placed in Europe. He had some in the U S we literally drove through there on vacation. And he's like, Oh, I know someone here. Maybe I should (laughs) go and see them. I was like, this is the middle of nowhere. I think Missouri, what do you mean? And he's like, Oh yeah, I totally know somewhere here. And he knew someone in Nebraska. And I was like, look at this different community connecting. It's why it went so gangbusters. Uh, the pandemic people were lonely.
1: Yeah. this is where they went see it's like you get something in real life and it gets messed up and people escape and they go to this thing so you you, you brought up something interesting before and i want to double back to it um the economy right and and the changing of money in these um you know non-reality <laughs> communities or whatever so tell me a little bit more about that and how does the investigator you know start monitoring this or looking into this stuff like what's the angle here um for for gathering intel
0: Um, It's similar to what you would look at in social media as far as start with the communication and kind of work your way down. It definitely is a little more open on uh, the financial aspects of it. But this is where we also get kind of that sprinkle of cryptocurrency because, um, again, same kid. He started trading in crypto because that's very popular in that community. I think a lot of them, that's who's pushing it forward. You think it's these big bankers, you know, it's like all all of a sudden Wall Street went crypto. It's not. It's actually the communities that have exist forever. They're like, I believe in digital. Like they actually have that. It's almost as close to a religious belief for them. And so they know it's going to go somewhere.
1: There's a t-shirt for you.
0: I know. I should give that to my son.
1: Go, go trademark that, please. I believe in
0: digital. <laughs> I might make that a T-shirt and I might have to give them away at all It's got to be or orange. Something. Amber's got to be should. orange. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. yep. Nope. It has to have that.
1: <laughs> there we go. Fantastic.
0: I don't know if everyone believes in digital, but I know I do. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Most of my life is definitely based in something electronic.
1: You know, it's funny. Somebody told me my 10 year old, like he he sees life in zeros and ones. One
0: hundred percent. He probably plays something else. He be he probably he's probably a little old for Roblox, but no he game. doesn't play anything?
1: No game. Wow. Not allowed in my house. So what he does is coding and programming and, and all that. And he excels at it. But yeah, we he has the type of personality where it would become a problem addiction wise I, I get uh, so, that. so we nipped it in the bud real early and you know he, he's allotted time like his idea for fun is reading sequel well books on sequel right oh yeah well, like i'm learning it's great yeah it's awesome i love it yeah i mean it's like uh, it's good but yeah i i we made that decision not, not to do it's with it's probably
0: yeah. it's it's a hard one because it's they have to be part of their generation so they have to obviously understand and participate in the digital but they have to not be consumed of their generation because yeah. they are the connected generation they never knew life without the internet right. it's just what they are yeah my third son is unfortunately um, the addictive style personality and he was screen addicted like yeah. to the point that he was like just let me if he couldn't play the game he had to watch someone else playing the game. Yeah. But he almost had to have it daily. Like, just give me thirty seconds. Thirty seconds of watching it. He actually said that to us once, yeah, that's and cool. I was like, Do "You right. have a serious problem." Yeah, yeah, he had to. He had to go and get treatment for it. It's no. a real thing, and it's something that parents have to pay attention to. And you actually have to pay attention to it in your workplace too. Yeah, you know. I have, I have many employees that probably try to sneak something in there, which they never should do. I'm a forensic company. That seems silly. Like, <laughs> <you> think, <right? laughs> it's, they don't do that. That would be dumb. I could catch
1: You're
0: you. Funny. But wow. It's something you got to watch.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So like, w- when do they start doing missing persons searching on, on, on these communities? Right. <laughs> I think it's common. Right.
0: Um, they definitely start doing different types of pings when they're like, Hey, what happened to so-and-so? Why did they fall off the radar? Right. Um, I always find it interesting because, um, my son originally wasn't on Twitter because he felt that was too old for him, yeah. but by being in the gaming community, he had to join Twitter. And so now I do like proud mom follows yeah. and like tw- <laughs> retweet him, whatever. Uh, cause he has sponsorship. He said clothing brands sponsor him. So awesome. Um, I have to think of who the new one is. I think it's also another clothing brand and they give him they wear jerseys. It's like real sports. I it's say so that crazy, right? it is a real sport. Esports yeah. is a real sport. It's in college. You can actually get scholarships for it for college, just like you can a normal mm. traditional, I don't know. Do you call those analog sports?
1: Somebody figured out a way to monetize all this. That's really what it came down to yeah. <laughs> crazy,
0: but, but there's a future in it and yeah. there's a big future in it. We're getting closer and closer to the ready player one. Yeah. I don't know oh, if you've read God. that
1: yeah no I, I don't read i watch the movie
0: <laughs> oh the movie was awful the book is so much better I know. oh my goodness
1: i'm embarrassed uh i'm <laughs> a road warrior it's hard for me to read i'm always driving i'm, I'm audio books I, I, I do i do I will
0: wheaton read. reads it
1: okay so oh, super
0: a nerd yeah
1: um okay so we're not going to go down the rabbit hole of will wheaton references <laughs> i'm just going to leave it right there <laughs> yeah. uh, But so let's talk about future then. Like, what would you like to see happen in the next year or two uh, as far as investigative techniques in this vertical, what would you like to see happen?
0: I think the biggest thing, and we kind of saw it a little bit. I I was just uh, editing an article on like the Johnny Depp trial, which um, I'm sure everyone saw a little bit snippet of or whatever. They were big fans of him from 21 jump street. Like I was. So, um, it really is that uh, convergence where we're seeing the private investigator, the OSINT investigator, come into where they have to put their hand in the digital cookie jar. Right. You can't avoid it. It's, it's there. It's where your data is. And I think that's going to evolve more and more, where his trial was a lot about metadata And can I prove this picture? Can I not prove this picture? What about the EXIF data? You know, things that are very common in my space as a digital forensic investigator, a lot of OSINers don't always think about that. And it gives such a bigger depth to what your investigation is, it gets you down. I always use a cupcake because I think I just like cupcakes, but you go from sprinkles, you're going all the way down to the cake. You've got frosting, sprinkles, you know everything that really is involved. And I think that's really what's going to happen. And one of the big pushes is also in the cloud. Right. I know nobody likes to talk about the cloud, yeah. but that cloud is super important. And it's probably the largest growing area for any type of investigator, digital forensic OSINT, uh, private investigator. You've got to do something with the cloud. It's yeah. there.
1: No, it totally makes sense. So what can folks expect uh, for your um, program here at Osmosis? What you'll be teaching? What, what do you want them to get
3: out of it?
0: Um, My hope is that they're going to see the procedure that they would want to go through to be able to capture that data, see that new depth of information that happens from the social media side of gaming, what's really happening in that environment, because very rarely do you get into your professional career and you have time to sit and game and be part of that, because it is, it's a lifestyle choice. Yep. And it's not most of our lifestyle choices. I gave it on up. One. You <laughs> yeah. gave it up for your wife. Yeah. Wife you know. like
1: that in golf, I gave up. You
0: know. <laughs> I gave, I gave it up because I got too motion sick. Cause the graphics just got so good. Yeah, And I was like, Oh, this is rough. Dramamine for playing a game was just not my options. Yeah. So, but it's an area we have to pay attention to. And I think osmosis is always about showing different innovations and things that you need to pay attention to sure. um, that you don't see at other events.
1: Yep. I think you're hundred percent right. So um, I think we're going to wind down here. I just wanted to yeah. have you come on and and give it just a quick uh, catch up and snippet of uh, what we're doing here. Um, encourage folks to go check out the, you know, the website and register today. This is like one of those, um conferences that you definitely want to be at and you want to be a part of and and um you just the networking sense of it the the folks you're going to meet um definitely people above your pay grade and people below your pay grade and you know you kind of mix and match and and figure out uh, how you can help one another do things so amber thank you so much for coming on thank
0: uh, you so much for having me i'm looking forward to seeing everyone at osmosis
1: yeah i, I can't wait to see you in person
0: yeah no it's been nice
1: good stuff so thank you everyone for tuning into this segment and uh stay tuned for the next one take care
2: what a great kickoff for our osmosis features make sure you check out all the details for osmosis at osmosiscon.com Thanks also to Crosstrack's Scope Now, Conflict International, and Investigator Education Consultants for sponsoring this show. Now please support our great supporters. Have you thought about joining Investigator's Toolbox? Now's the time to get on board and join the fastest growing digital community for investigative professionals. Use code PIP201836 to save 10% on membership. And if you have a question or a comment about the show, just email Matt at MatthewS at SatellitePI.com. And you can also find him on social media, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook. We want your feedback to bring you the best shows possible. And we'll be back next week with a new show. So make sure you tune in. Stay safe out there.